we have in this week's parasha <clears throat> where the Jewish, the Jewish people the Jewish people had to uh, go out of their way when they were traveling in the Midbar and what happened was it says in the Pasuk <clears throat> and the Jewish people became worn out from the this travel and because of that they the Jewish people started to complain against Hashem and Moshe and they said why did you take us out of Egypt to kill us in the Midbar, we have no bread and we have no water. So they complained about the man that they got, which we're not going to talk about that for today's speech. But before they started to talk against the man, they said, We have no bread. And we have no water, like they're starving. Now, Rabbeinu Bechaya asks a question here, and he says, I don't understand. What are they complaining that they don't have bread and water? They have bread and water. They have the man from Shemayim. Yes, Litmar. It's a tamer, it's a wonder. Bread they have. They had this whole miracle that took place by the rock. And they have water. Which they started to get now. So what was their, their point by saying there's no bread and there's no water? Whatever their complaint against the man was, but what was this point that they made? They have no bread and no water. So Rabbeinu Bachayis says a massive yesayid, and we're going to try to build it in a practical way for us. He says like this. Our way of life is different. We do not have bread and we do not have water. Kishad ha'umot, like the way the rest of the world has it. Kishad ha'umot, the rest of the world, im hayu zakayim o hayavim, regardless if they behave, regardless if they deserve it or they do not, yesh lahem lechem lesboa, they get bread to eat. And Kalvachoyimah have water. Water's everywhere. Aval, but us, Anu, Iker kol ha'anagersenu, umachileinu, umishenu, the way we eat, the way we drink. Be'inyan mechudash, it's very new way how we get to eat. Ki enlanu lechem be'yom echad liyamim harbeh. We do not get bread. We have no bank account. We have no nothing. We don't get for a few days. But by us, 
We need to have every day divide yom biyomo. Even the water, you see, after Miriam passes away, we lose the water. Everything is and our whole inyan of how we eat is based on the principles of Onesh. We can't live like this. Our Mahalach of Chaim is no good. It's too unpredictable. Our life is a very unpredictable life. And you always have this stress and anxiety that, income, that comes along with this way of living. If I'm good, I'll have what they eat. If I'm not good, I'm not going to have what they eat. I get what I get for today. Tomorrow's a new day. I can't live like that. Give me a bank account. I'll fill it up with a couple of million. Like this, I'm calm. My life is predictable because it's not dependent on my behavior. I got a business. It's a running business. Finished. We can't live with this lachats of this type of way of life. That was the taina on the lechem and mayim. Means, of course, they had lechem, and of course, they had mayim. But the way their panasa and their livelihood and their daily bread came to them with the system of they couldn't deal with that. And that was the complaint. And therefore, and he continues with this, and he says, but their mistake is that the fact that Hashem deals with them in such a way is actually it's good for them. Because they're like, they have a certain connection. And it's also to be marked them in the Indian of Betochen and Emuna. That was why Hashem did it this way. So you should have a connection with them. You should have a shaykhis with them. And they should learn to rely on Him and only Him. They should learn to believe in Him. And that's a very close relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But they complained about that system. And then he goes on to explain with the Nehashim. Nehashim is the exact opposite. The Nahash, Hashem wants to have nothing to do with Him. That's why he says that the dirt of the ground is your food. It's everywhere, but I got nothing to do with you. That means the more a person needs to depend on Hashem daily, the more he wants to have a shaykhus with you. The more he wants to have a connection with you. The more he wants to hear your tefillot, that you live day by day with him. So I want to go expound onto this a little bit because this is very, very important for our lives. This whole concept of being a very big foundation in Emuna and how to see it in a, in a new light, which is hinted in Rabbeinu Bahaya. But before that, I want to read you also one more Mar Makam. These are the Shonim, and you should know them. And that's why I tell them to you. And then we'll go deeper into it. There's a sefer called Orchas Chaim Laharosh. It was the Rosh that we have in the back of the Gemara. And he has Musad, which was divided later, not by him. Taisus Yontiv divided it by days. And you're supposed to say these 
little pieces of Musar daily, and it reminds you of what you should work on. So at the end of the first day, in the Orchus Chaim LaRosh, he says, we have a responsibility, you need to rely on Hashem with all of your heart, and to believe in the fact that Hashem is involved in your life, personal life. By believing in that Hashem's eyes are searching throughout the, the Aretz. And his eyes are called on all the ways of man. He's inside your thought process. He knows everything that's going on in your life. That means, Rabbein, the Rosh is learning that the lesson of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was Hashkoch HaPratis. You can't believe in Anoichi Hashem Alekecha without Hashkoch HaPratis. That's what he says. And then he ends off and he says a very important point. He says, Kizeh, who Segulas Yisrael Kolam. What makes us special? Over all the nations of the world, that's Hashkacha Pratis. So again, the whole world has to believe that Hashem created the world. The Bria Sa'ilam, the whole world has to believe that. But Hashkacha Pratis, that is involved in your life, that's something that's different between the Jews and the non-Jews. That means the main focus of Emunah for us, of course we have to believe Hashem created the world, otherwise we're not in business. But where's our work of Emunah? Our work of Emunah is an Ashkacha prophecy. Now I want to explain this because this makes us special, and this makes us very special. These people don't focus on this side of the coin when they think about Emunah. If I'm checking up on everything you do, that means I have to care about you and your important. Otherwise, what do I care what you're doing? So that means that if a human being is so important to Hashem, that's step one in Emunah. You're important to Hashem and He's invested in you. He's involved in your life means that He's trying to educate you. He's trying to make you grow. He has an, a personal involvement with you. That's the Aleph. The Aleph from Emunah is that he has a personal involvement in you and he's educating you. That's the first step. And I want to focus on that for a minute because I'm saying over here something that in our generation people struggle with this and they don't even focus on this part of Emunah B'chalal. Because according to this way of speaking, and you see this clear from Rabbeinu Bahaya, it means that I would rather that my life would be predictable. And I could streamline through life without problems. 
That's what I want. I'm not interested in this involvement. Because in involvement, it's unpredictable. Tomorrow, Hashem brings you a wife like this. Now what? And tomorrow, He brings you a kid like that. Now what? He brings you, all of a sudden, life takes twists and turns in places that you were not expecting and you didn't want it. But why did He do that? Why did He make that thing? Because He's involved with you to help you grow. To change, to develop, avoida. Emuna is not disconnected from avoida. Rabbi Rucham said that, but this is the oimik of it. The whole asher teisichom which is to give you ashkocha protest, is that what he's involved in your life, so you can make the work of life. So if he put you in this situation, what's your focus when you're in this situation? How in this situation am I growing? What is Hashem trying to educate me over here? That's the focus of the situation. People go through hard things in life. They go through hard things in life. And then people tell them, listen, everything Hashem does, it's for the good, he has his cheshboinis, it's whatever. Happens to be true that, but that's not the point here. That's not what Hashkacha practices. According to what the Rosh is saying, Hashkacha practice means he starts with you. You gotta read the Rishonim and Chabdamkis. You know where Hashkacha practice starts. He's Einam Meshaykim Das Ba'ar, it's a book and claims for life. That's Chola from Hashkacha practice. People see it on the other side of the coin. They miss the whole boat and what Hashkacha practice is. They say, Hashem. He runs the world. He has his cheshboinis. We'll never figure him out. He's only a native. It happens to be true, all that. But that's not Ashkacha Pratis. The oimik of Ashkacha Pratis is he begins with me. He's first enav mishotot ba'aretz. He's first boichem klois v'leiv. And then he says, what does Yaakov Arari need for his growth? And boom! Then it comes out. So what's my job? My job is to say, thank you. Because you care about me. You're the creator of the world. You got a lot busier things to do than Yaakov Harari. A lot more Choshevet things to handle. But yet you take out from your time to think about me and to look after me and see where I need to develop and where I need to be educated. And you just gave me what I need to be educated with. And then I'm going to work. That's a, that's a relationship. That's a beautiful relationship. Where the people of Israel, according to their level, where they saw the way the Goyim work, that their life is predictable, their life is smooth, they saw that to be attractive. They want anxiety-free, and like every Goyim, I ain't changing for nothing and for nobody. People mess up what Emunah and Bitochen is because of this problem. Even Bitochen, which is not the shmuz of today, all these Pratim, but even in Bitochen, I say to myself, even if this is true that Bitochen works, I'm not going into this whole philosophical conversation now, if Bitochen works, if you really Bitochen something, if Hashem will deliver, but that's not, that's not my point, if it does, it doesn't. But the attitude is, I decided that I need this type of wife, I need X amount of money, 
I got to live in this type of house in this neighborhood. I figured out my life, what I need, that I don't got to change a lick. What I need, and then I say, Hashem, you're held hostage to my will. Because I'm attacking you, and you have to deliver it to me. You work for me, I don't work for you. My Datsun is more important than your Datsun by a million miles. And you built a system that if I rely on you to deliver, you're going to deliver. So now you work for me. You got how it is? I say it straight out because that's what they're doing. That's not Betachin. He calls Betachin something else. He says Betachin is connected with Ashkacha Pratis. And Ashkacha Pratis means that you are looking at me. It's Hashem looking at me. And he's looking at my lave, and he's looking at my clothes, and he's looking at my machshavis, and he's looking at my maizim, and he says, what does Yaakov Arari need to do to change? What am I going to do to educate this man? How am I going to make him more reliant on me and have a relationship with me, like Rebbeinu Bachaya says? How am I going to develop that relationship with him? You know what I'm going to do? No panasa today. Oh, all of a sudden you see the guy by Shachrit. <laughs> you think older guys pray Shachrit because they're bigger tzaddikim than younger guys? No. It's because they hop, they have no control over their lives. Because when you're a kid and you don't work, and your father hands you everything on a silver platter, and Yeshiva hands you everything on a silver platter, you don't need nothing. So you have no reason to know him. But you get a little older, and you got to pay bills, and then your father says, had you on your own. And now this and that, 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 and you start to realize you have no control in your life. You say, ah, uh-huh. I better show up to Shachrit. But you happen to need Hashem right now, too. And you don't want him to be the one to tap on your door and say, hello, honey, I'm here, I'm looking after you, you better wake up. I think it's better if you do it on your own. But the concept of Ashkocha Pratis, you got to get clear, starts this side. This side of the coin. So when I'm in a situation, the reason why I'm upset and I'm angry and I'm not happy and I'm frustrated, because I don't want it to go that way. I wanted my life to streamline. Easy. Go this way. He went this way. But that's the concept of Ashkocha Pratis. The focus is not to figure out what Hashem's chashboinis are in the world. But your job is to figure out what's the communication to you in the avoid that you have to make. That's the focus. And it hurts because you don't want to wake up and see you have an issue that you have to deal with. You don't want to have to have to change. So if you're having a hard time having Shaduchim, let's say, right? And all your friends are getting married. You're not interested in that. And then a rabbi will come along to you and say, you know how much you could grow? Do me a favor. I'm Michael the growth. I'm Michael the Zach. Just give me a wife and let me be happy like everybody else. You understand? Because that's not understanding a basic, basic, basic thing in Hashkafa. And I think this is something that has to be taught to our children from day one. Not in a scary way. You can't teach, teach kids in a scary way. It's a little spooky, you know? No, no, not like that. That we can handle. 
that you are very important. Very important. And Hashem is interested in educating you and helping you and He wants you to grow. And your whole life is about developing that relationship with Hashem. And things are going to sometimes be a little bit difficult. And in those difficult situations, you have to pay attention to the difficulty to see what needs to be worked on. The pain that we go through, we have to pay attention to that pain and we have to say, what is the thing Hashem is communicating to me through that pain? It's a very important idea. And this is the lesson over here. I want my parnosa easy. Every guy wants easy. Get the wife easy, get the parnos easy, get the, the champagne easy, easy, just give it to me. Give me millions of dollars, fill it up in the bank, I'm happy. But that's not good. Because it could be, Khalil Vachas, if life is too easy, then you're the Nahash. God says, I want to have nothing to do with you. I'll give you food wherever you turn. As long as I don't have to see your face. There is a marshal that they say over, and this is the same idea. There was a marshal with a guy who had two kids, and one kid he gave him every day he has to come in, sit with his father, he gives him his allowance for the day. The other guy, his father gives him enough money for the year, fills up his account. And one boy is getting jealous of the other boy, me, I gotta come in every day, gotta talk to my father. Until he came to the realization it's the exact opposite. If he fills up your bank account, that means you don't want to see you more than once a year. Once a year, Hatch. The other guy, I want to talk to him every day. I want to get to know him. I want to be involved in his daily life. What's going on? So that's a bracha to get every day. It's a big birachat to get every day. And this is not only for Panasa. This is for every twist and turn and surprise that comes up in your life. And we have this issue today, generation, we got this issue because we are very secular. The world has influenced us and we, it creates by us tremendous anxiety with the unpredictability. And we feel like we have no control because we want to be in control of everything. What do you think that is? You're not willing to walk with Hashem. The Chavis Al-Vav says, Bitochen gives you Menuch Sanefesh. And people don't understand what that means. They think Bitochen gives you Menuch Sanefesh because I don't have to do anything. I can just rely on Hashem and everything is good. It's not true. The world is unpredictable. And it has to be that way. The reason why it's Menuch Sanefesh is because I know that he's putting me into a situation that's perfect for me to make the avoider. And if I'm going to do the avoider, I'll be successful. And the problems are not real, meaning they're not intrinsic. They're designed. And that's what we saw by the Yamsuf when the Jewish people were standing in front of the Yamsuf. And it didn't make sense what to do. The Egyptians are coming from behind them. They got the midbar on the side. It's impossible. Dabel b'nei so walk. What do you mean? But there's water there. Nefesh Ha'chaim says, that's betochen. What shaykh is the betochen? There's water there. No, no, walk. Betochen in avoid. 
The Ebishna says the Avoida now is to live in the world of Lamala Madarachatava. That's the new Avoida. But I don't have what to hold on to. But him. If that's the Avoida, you'll do it. You'll be fine. It's going to work. That's the way we have to go through life. That's what Rabbi Yerucham is saying. There's no such thing as Amunah by itself. Amunah is connected to Avoida. But how is Amunah connected to Avoida? Connected to Avoid because the basic premise of a moon of Claudius or Segula Mikola Amim is Ashkocha Protis. Ashkocha Protis by definition means Avoid. Because Ashkocha Protis by definition means he's working with you and bringing you situations to communicate with you and to help you and to invest in you and to grow with you. And therefore, he gave you Avoid to do, and that's your betachin that it's going to work and it's going to be successful and finished. That's the lesson that we learn over here. From this Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar.